0: You're listening to the Heart & Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. If you followed this show or Evie or I on the gram for any amount of time, you probably know that we don't shy away from sharing our faith right? It's pretty obvious. Um, (laughs) We're both Christians and believe in Jesus and the Bible. And while this podcast or the Heart University isn't strictly a Christian podcast or company, we definitely don't hide the fact that we believe in God. And after receiving enough requests to do an episode on our faith, why we share it, and how to go about sharing it in our business, we decided to do just that. So if you are a fellow believer, this episode is hopefully going to be really inspiring and challenge you a little bit, as well as give you some tangible takeaways on how to share your faith without shoving it down people's throats. And if you don't share the same faith as Evie and I, please don't let that deter you from tuning into today's show. You are welcome here. We love you so much, and we'd love for you to listen and tune in, even just out of curiosity for why we believe what we believe and share in the way that we do. And as always, if you are a returning listener, literally— thank you so much. We're like deeply honored that you tune into the show every week. And so make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on to get notified every time we drop a show. And if you haven't yet, please take two minutes to leave us a review. If you're stoked on this show, it means the absolute world to Evie and I, and it helps us out literally, guys, more than you know. I've said literally so many times. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) But if this is your first episode, you are going to get to know our hearts real fast. So we hope you enjoy the show either way. All right, let's get on to the goodness.
1: You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, to photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We are so excited for today's episode. This is something that Lindsay and I get a lot of questions about, and I think it's pretty well known that we share our faith a lot. We don't hide it. And because of that, we get a lot of questions about how we do that and why we choose to do that. Questions like, but aren't you afraid that sharing your faith will push away clients or potential customers? And our answer is no, absolutely not. But we want us to talk about that a lot today of why we've chosen to do that and how kind of step-by-step step or a little bit more strategically, how we go about that in what we feel is a healthy way. So we're really excited to dive into this show. I think it's going to be really fun. And it's basically just a heart episode from Lindsay and I just chatting about our opinion on this. So, this is a episode that a lot of
0: people actually requested this be a topic. Like a lot of people requested specifically, "Hey, do an episode on sharing your faith or how to share your faith or why you share your faith." So, no matter what faith you have if you have any, um for fellow Christians, uh this might be helpful for you to know how we do it in a tactful way that doesn't alienate people or push people away, but just is truthful to who we are. Um, So you might get something out of that. And if you're not a believer, this might just be a really interesting episode to listen to, just to hear our hearts and to maybe you've like heard of us and you've heard of like, oh, those girls that always talk about God or whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You might just, this is a little piece of our heart on why we do that. Um, So I think anybody can probably get something out of this episode, whether it's curiosity or how to go about it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess to start off, I want to talk about the difference between faith, and religion. Because a lot of people, I think, specifically to me, and I know know Evie, probably you as well, a lot of people call me religious and just us religious. Um, And I would actually push back on that and argue that I don't view myself as religious at all. Um, And it's mainly because I think for the vast majority, religion typically means, like religion says I must do this or I must do X or I must follow X rules or X laws in order for God to love me, in order to be accepted or saved or worthy, right? And I would argue that faith is the opposite of religion. I mean, not the opposite, but just how I, I guess, view, like, my relationship with God is, is that's just it. It's a relationship. And faith, on the other hand, says, I'm already loved by the one who made me. And out of that love, I choose to follow his word. And I actually wrote a caption on that literally yesterday for Easter or two days ago, I think. And it's just, I think that's a really important distinction to make in the fact that like, I don't view myself as religious because I'm not following a law because Mm -hmm. I have to in order to be accepted. I choose faith in God because, and I choose to cultivate a relationship with Him because He created me. He created all of you. Like, that's what we believe. We believe that he created us for a purpose and he loves us more than anything in the entire world. And out of that love for us, he has a plan for us. And when we choose him, when we choose to follow that plan, that's when it's a relationship because he, he doesn't force us to love him. Because um, then that wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have free will. That's a whole other <laughs> deep dive of a conversation. But I just kind of wanted to explain the difference between those two. Um, And why I like don't agree when people are like, I know you're religious. And I'm like, actually, nah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a little, you know, a, a label or a title that we just kind of wanted to talk about and our hearts behind why like what we share and everything. It comes down to just like Lindsay said, for us, it's a very close, very real relationship with our Father and with our God. And in the same way that if you listening have, you know, a very close relationship with your best friend or your husband or something, it, you naturally talk about that person they come up. Oh, the other day I was having this conversation with my husband and he said something that, you know, whatever, they're going to come up in conversation and they they are such a big part of your life and that relationship is, you know, such a big part of you and so important in everything that you do that it's impossible to not bring them up in conversation. And so mm-hmm. that's why like there's such a distinction between religion and a relationship. And for us, our relationship with the Lord is so deep and personal and real that we can't help but talk about Him. And so that's like kind of something that we wanted to divide and distinguish at the beginning of this episode was, you know, yes, I guess technically we are religious people. Like if you go to a, to a, you know, dictionary term for What religion. We are probably religious people. But to us, like, I don't consider myself a religious person. I consider myself in a relationship with my God. And so we wanted to talk about that in the beginning. And with that personal relationship, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about a, a feeling that I know I had for years that I know a lot of believers and Christians probably also have, which is the mindset and the perspective and the view that my faith and my relationship with God is my relationship with God, and it's personal. And I don't want to share that with other people because it feels like it's exposing, like you know, this this intimate personal relationship with other people. But I had that perspective for years growing up through a lot of middle school, through a lot of high school. I just had this uh, protectiveness around my relationship with God, and I I didn't want. To share it with other people because I felt like it was too personal to me. But as I slowly started like growing up and, and having different life experiences, for those of you who know, like I went to a ministry school in Northern California, and I grew up in a very, very faith-filled family, very in love and, and on fire for Jesus. Like We talked about the Lord a lot, but I was usually a little quieter in those conversations, not because I didn't believe it or didn't agree or wasn't interested. I just I felt scared, I think, to share. And I didn't realize that that's what I was feeling. I was feeling this fear of what if, you know, I don't say the right thing? What if, you know, other people judge my relationship with God? What if? And it was this fear of man that was keeping me from joining in on conversations or sharing my personal relationship with the Lord until I went to ministry school And if anyone has been to ministry school or heard of like a a Christian ministry school or anything, it is literally a pressure cooker of Jesus. (laughs) And it is like, I mean, you, like every conversation out of your mouth is pretty much the Lord and how he's moving and what he's teaching you and what you learn in class about God. And you're just studying your Bible and the books about God that you're reading. And I mean, it's like God, 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 in every single conversation. And that just broke down a wall for me of not wanting to talk about God because I was in this environment where I literally had to, like there was no way I could not talk about the Lord while we were learning about the Lord. <laughs> um, and once that wall was broken down Like, I can't stop talking about God now. Like, it broke down this fear for me of exposing that personal relationship, which turned out to be, like, a fear of other people judging that relationship. And now that that wall is gone, I can literally not stop myself from sharing. Like, it's such a natural overflow of my relationship with the Lord that, I mean, I can't hold it in. If I held it in, I just—it I it would literally hurt me, let alone like not be true to myself. So for anyone out there who's kind of feeling like, oh, it's a personal relationship. I don't want to share it. I just want to challenge you that we're going to kind of talk into this of like why we choose to share it and why we think it's important to you. But I just wanted to challenge you. If you're feeling that way, I felt that way too. And I've been there, but I really think you might want to open up your mind and your heart in this episode to be challenged of why you're doing that and why maybe you should be doing something different.
0: Yeah. And I I also, it's so weird that we have like such similar backgrounds. I obviously didn't go to a ministry school per se, but I did an internship with my church, which was like still a very intense, like year of like being a minister, quote unquote, not like that's, yeah. it's like it's basically like, with, like a clergyman's like, <laughs> like yeah no not at all it's just like basically on campus we would share like and disciple like students like that's it mm-hmm. it's like it's just it was just very like more faith focused than normally because that's like your job for that yeah. year and so that's it's just interesting that we have like such a similar background in that regard yeah. and I would say the same thing before that I was always afraid to share my faith because it literally what you just said fear and I think that's honestly fear of man is why people don't share it like literally and who like we might even get hate for this episode just because simply we're sharing it and like that's what you kind of have to get over is that fear of man and obviously like that that's a lifelong struggle like you know it's like hard to get over caring what people think and caring about just what people think honestly but I would say why we choose to share it is kind of what Evie said it's like not sharing it would be inauthentic to who we are, because like it's our mission. We wanna be so like in love with the Lord and we are in love with the Lord. And when that's saturating who you are as a human being, you can't help but not share it. Mm-hmm. And if like if you're on fire for the Lord, if you live and breathe him and you're you're like trying to follow what he says, and like if you're in a constant relationship with him, just like evie said about like, hey, if you're like talking to your husband, that's gonna come up in conversation later. So it's like, how could you not share it if it's like something that's very, like if it's happening so much in your life, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, And I just want to preface, we're, I want to make sure that in this episode, we're not shaming any like Christian or believer who chooses to not share it. If that's you, that's totally fine. But like Evie said, this might give you a good perspective on on why we choose to and maybe challenge you a little bit, but we're not shaming your choice by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Yeah. And I think I also want to throw in there, I think people's, uh, calling and their field and, you know, just where they are in life will all look different. Like every single person yeah. has a different story, has a different calling, has a different, you know, situation. And so, yes, we want to talk about, you know, us sharing our faith in business and why we think that's important and why we choose to do it and then how we go about it. But also if you feel like from the Lord, you are supposed to keep a little bit more of a low profile on that to get you into certain doors and into certain relationships and, and, and certain things like that. I truly believe that that this situation is going to look different for every single person. And yeah. so I, I don't want anyone to walk away from this thinking that Lindsay and I are saying in every single situation across the board, black and white, you need to be sharing the Lord in everything that you do. Because I don't believe that. I think it just depends on the situation and there are exceptions to this You know, scenario that we believe is really powerful. But I think that just comes down to you and the Lord and what you feel God has clearly said in your life. And I think in general, as a general view of walking through life, I think it's important that we are open about that relationship, but there are exceptions to that. For sure. Um,
0: And I think one of the reasons that we believe that Jesus calls us to share the gospel is one, because like the Bible says so, so just right there. Um, (laughs) But I would say no matter what your job is, like you don't have to be a pastor or a minister or in even the field of ministry to share your faith. You can share your faith in whatever job or calling or career line that you are. And I think that's where like our belief of like, hey, we are representatives of Jesus on earth. And if we're not sharing him, then to our our opinion, we failed at our jobs because he tells us to proclaim his truth to the nations, and that's our job. And mm-hmm. so, before being like a photographer, or a business owner, or an educator, or a podcaster, or a mother, or a I don't what are you? You're like a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, what <no>. are <laughs> you? <laughs> but like before any of <laughs> that, it's so rude. I'm so sorry. Uh, but before any of that, we are disciples of Jesus, and we like that is our mission. And so, like. I know for Evie and myself, we use our jobs as a part of our ministry. That's why we share him is because that's like part of what we believe like we're called to do as Christians. Um, And so that's just a little bit of our heart of why we do it. Um, And we'll get into this later in the episode, but there is a very graceful way, I think, to go about it so that you're not like forcing people to believe what you believe but mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But yeah, that's
1: just Yeah, I think I I literally to tag on to that. I think that's so good and I think kind of like, you know, what I talked about before of, you know, it it comes so naturally and I can't it's just hard for me to not talk about the Lord. But I think my heart in in being bold and, you know, trying to be fearless in my sharing of my relationship with the Lord is that I want to always recognize in everything that I do if I don't share the Lord, people won't ever see Him in what I do. Like, they won't make that connection. So, for example, I get the question so often of, how do you have so much joy? How are you happy all the time? Like, I think, Lindsay, you get this a lot, too, of like, how, you know, how do you have this outlook on life? Yeah. And I— truly believe that i have so much joy because i have jesus and i believe that i'm successful because he has blessed me and i believe that i l- am loved and that i can love other people because he first loved me and so out of just about everything that i do every action that i take in my business out of every you know conversation i have every you know step i take is almost always, immediately, directly connected to my relationship with the Lord, and I want people to see that connection. I want people to see, oh, Evie is able to have hope in the midst of chaos— because she knows the promises of her father. And I want that to be so transparent and and vivid to people that they're not just looking at me and seeing, oh wow, Evie's a great business owner. Evie's really smart. Evie just has a, you know, a very outgoing, optimistic personality. You know, yes, sure, maybe some of that is true to a small extent, but I truly believe anything that I am doing that is working really well is from my God and Um. from my Father. And I want people to make that connection. When they look at me, I want them to instantly see the Lord. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And I think going even deeper into that,
0: why? It's because we want the legacy of our lives. Like, I want my legacy for my life to be I, Followed God and and humbly shared him and like was able to make a difference in the kingdom and really (laughs) like help people out of brokenness, not because I can do that, but because the Lord can and because Jesus died for that. And I think it, it comes back to a bigger perspective of like, okay, well, why are you doing what you're doing? for us i know we're yes sure yeah we want to be successful everyone's like selfish and like everyone has like oh yeah i want to make lots of money sure right let's not like beat around the bush everyone wants that but <laughs> <laughs> but like expanding on that like why why are we in business why do we educate people the way we do why do we do this podcast like it's to help people and you can help people without sharing your faith but you you also can share your faith and throw that in there and make an even bigger impact, in my opinion, because you're you're sharing it through a, a viewpoint of like, hey, this is why I do what I do and this is the legacy I want to leave on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would even argue, or like not argue, but I would challenge you to ask yourself, why do you hide your faith? Are you afraid of what people will think of you? Because ultimately, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, if you believe in the Bible, what matters more? Is it being faithful to your father and sharing his name out of the love for him? Or is it hiding him because people will potentially reject you? And I just want you to, like, saturate mm. on that question. Because um, that, again, comes back to, like, the fear of man. I'm, like, fearing what people think. And, like, it's it's almost like you, everyone wants to be liked. Again, let's not beat around the bush. Everyone wants to be liked. Everyone wants to be adored, right? And when you share your faith, you are opening up the door for a potential of, of somebody to not like you because they don't believe the same way. Um, yeah. And, again, we're going to talk about this later in the episode. It's good. It's getting good, guys. Um, but... There's, I think, very tactful ways to do that in a way that is gracious and loving. Um, yeah. But I also want to, I, I would argue, or I would, I would, I can't talk today, y'all. <laughs> um, I want to present these questions or just like these statements to you that I've heard and I know Evie has heard and you've probably even heard maybe as a believer, but have you ever heard the saying, you might be the closest someone ever gets to knowing Jesus? Mm. Right. Or you might be the only church service someone ever hears, like you living out your life. Or you might be the only verse someone reads. And like mm. we take that to heart in the sense of like, okay, if if somebody out there who doesn't know the Lord has no idea who what he really is about, because a lot of times people mess it up. We're all imperfect. And if nobody has any idea, or like if somebody out there has no idea what Jesus is really like. I, just by living out my life and showing him or sharing him through my actions and through my words and how I treat people, that might be the only thing that someone gets to encountering Jesus. And I wanna make sure that
1: I'm doing that to the fullest. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there, and I know how
0: frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide
1: we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from. Or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting
0: or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate... Uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com content or click the link in the show notes.
1: Now go kick some butt and create some content. Did you know that how you choose to package your products can be a game changer for organic marketing? I know. Cool, right? Listen to this. If someone receives a package from you in a beautiful, branded design, they are much more likely to snap a photo and share about it online. Enter
0: No Issue, a sustainable, customizable, branded packaging company for business owners. No Issue provides everything from customizable tissue paper, stickers, tape, stamps, and a 100% compostable mailer bag to put all of your goodies in. Customizing your product is so crazy easy. Just upload your logo, choose a design from their templates and
1: colors, or you can upload a finished design of your own. No issue sent us some of their products, and honestly, we are freaking blown away. It's so blown sustainable, away. <laughs> it's high quality, and it's so dang cool to see your brand printed all over your packaging. Plus, it makes your brand look bougie as heck. Like, talk about high-end. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're ready to take your packaging game to the next level, you can use code HEART for 10% off at
1: noissue.co. Happy packing! Ugh, preach it class yeah. <laughs> Well, I think Lindsay, you t- you shared this on your stories a while back. Do you want to talk about kind of your analogy with like the cancer cure? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I did a story series like uh, probably a month ago and it was
0: really well 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 framed. <laughs> Words are hard. Okay, uh it was really well received. And it started because somebody tagged me and she even said in her story, I think she was like, I am not religious at all. And I love this chick. I love following her. And I love that she shares like her faith. Like somebody who does not share my faith literally thanked me for sharing my faith. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Um <laughs> And so it, it kind of encouraged me to do this whole series on like, hey, how, which is kind of like the basis of what we use for this episode. So we'll, yeah. But anyways, I shared a bunch of different ways on how you can share your faith and why you should share your faith. And so we're talking about why. And I use the analogy of if you knew you had the cure for cancer, would you keep it to yourself? Like, or would you be like, oh, I'm good. I'm saved from cancer. Good luck to everyone else. I'll let them figure out how to be cancer free, but I'm, I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Is that not... Like a really great analogy for the gospel, yeah. Christians out there, you, you, like that. I, I'm, I'm expecting people to respond, but this is a podcast. And no, one, no one is listening at this current point in time. Um, but yeah, that's that's the analogy I use, and I think it's a really powerful one that that keeps me and reminds me coming back to why I share what I share. Um, yeah. I know that God heals brokenness. I know that Jesus died for our sins, and I know there is hope in Him, and mm-hmm.
1: I want to share that with people. Yeah. I mean, the freedom, the the healing, the joy, the peace, the, the hope, literally everything that comes from Jesus, we carry that in us as believers. And, you know, with the analogy, like, that's, you know, we have a cure for— for hopelessness we have a cure for anxiety like we have a cure for you know for all these things obviously like i'm not talking about certain certain situations but i'm saying as a whole we carry the cure to so much of the world's brokenness and why would we choose to keep that cure to ourselves and I that's just something we wanted to challenge you with that you know if you know the Lord intimately if you know his word is truth if you know that his love transforms lives and lifts us out of our brokenness then why would you hide that and if you know if you knew you had the cure to cancer why would you keep that to yourself uh-huh. so that is why we share our faith that is why we infuse it into our businesses because it goes so far above making money or doing a job that we really love or even, you know, impacting lives with, you know, business tools and strategies and, and life advice and whatever. It's our heart. Jesus is the heart behind everything that Lindsay and I do. It's a form of ministry for us. Our businesses are literally a form of ministry for us. And so that is the foundation of like, why do Evie and Lindsay talk about Jesus so much? Like that's our heart behind everything that we do. literally, if I'm sitting down doing taxes, I'm doing it to the glory of God. If I am, you know, sitting down and having a conversation with a student talking about social media marketing, my goal is to do it for the glory of God and to spread his truth and his love in every conversation that I ever have. And so it's not just, you know, sharing a verse on my Instagram, although I think that's really powerful to, you know, encourage that truth, but it's everything that I do. I'm trying to do hand in hand with my father for his glory and not my own.
0: Mm, That's really good. That's so good, Evie. Um, And this, this is not on our notes, but I'm just feeling God like calling me to like talk about it, about the mindset that Christians have of like keeping faith in a church and that's it. And Mm -hmm. not—it's almost the mindset of, like, just kind of, like, getting people saved just to get them saved and then, like, waiting for, like, Jesus to come back, right? Mm -hmm. And it's—I would argue to challenge that viewpoint and say, Jesus says to bring his kingdom on earth now. Out of that principle, that encourages me to live out my life and to live out— and talk about Jesus and share His faith because I don't. I'm not sharing Him just to try to get somebody saved so that they go to heaven. I'm trying to bring His kingdom to earth right now, Oof. and that means that means transforming lives. That means sharing His name because I know that it will bring somebody out of brokenness, Oof. and that's that's what matters. It's not just like being like, "Oh, you're saved. Okay, great, great. Okay, and on to the next person." It's not just getting somebody saved and then dropping them. And trying to get them into church and being like, hey, 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 altar call, altar call, altar call. call." Okay, great, great. We have more numbers now. Great. But it's like, no, it's like the point isn't to just bring people to heaven. I mean, yes, that's ultimately, yes, that's great. That's what we want. But it's it's to bring his kingdom on earth and to transform people's lives here and now and to lift people out of brokenness. So I just wanted to share that. Oof.
1: God's <laughs> lifts. Preach that fire. Give this girl a pulpit. Man, <laughs> that was good. Okay so good. Okay, well let's I want to move on to how we can share it in a in a really powerful and graceful way. And I want to kind of break off some lies that you might be struggling with right now. I just want to remind you if you're listening to this, you can respect other views while sharing your faith in a graceful way. Mm. And you can be bold in the truth while also not force-feeding other people to believe it. Like, those two can happen and can occur. Like, you can love and respect other people while also sharing your views in a very graceful way. And you can be very bold in sharing your truth, but also not sharing it in a way that is literally shoving it down other people's throats. For example... Lindsay and I have plenty of non-believers, non-Christians listening to our podcast, attending our events, and following us on social media, purchasing from us all sorts of stuff, and they love us and our content. And we get that question a lot of like, oh, do you only have believers following you? No, we absolutely do not. But I think the why behind that is because I hope and pray that we share our faith in a way that is true to who we are but also doesn't force other people to believe the same thing. We mm-hmm. never want to have a exclusive you're only allowed at our events if you believe the same way we do and, you know, exact same minds. Like absolutely right. not. We, you know, we the want to encourage garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to encourage anyone and everyone to just follow along on our life, our journeys, come to our events, learn from us whatever. You do not have to have the same beliefs or same viewpoints you can be true to yourself and share, you know, and, and be who you are, but we're going to also be who we are and we're going to be true to ourselves in that same way. So I think, and I hope, and I pray that it's, it's clear that Lindsay and I are bold and open about what we believe while also respecting the viewpoints of others in a graceful way. And not force feeding other people to believe the same thing that we do. So I hope that that yeah. comes across in everything because that's our goal in every everything that we do.
0: Ultimately, you don't have to water down who you are to make other people feel okay, right? Like you Ooh. can be, you can be bold in who you are and who God made you to be. You can share His truth. I'm pretty much just reading. Have you already covered this? You know, like you can boldly <laughs> share your truth and like who God is. And also welcome other people to the table. Like that's literally the heart of Jesus is to welcome everyone to the table and to love other people. Like all we're doing is lo- is doing what like God loves you. And so we're loving you because he tells us to love you because he mm-hmm. loves you. Yeah. Um. And I guess ways to do that, like let's move on to practical ways to do that. We have three practical ways to share your faith in a non-shoved downy throat way. Okay. I just made up that little <laughs> analogy anyways. Um. <laughs> The first one would be to share personal stories from your own experience and heart. And things like that are from your own personal experience. People can't refute, like, if you say, oh, hey, I, in my quiet time this morning, God spoke to me and really gave me this word, right? Like, somebody can't be like, no, I don't think he did. Like, <laughs> you weren't there. I was sharing. You were not there. So, um like an example is like, while having my quiet time this morning, I felt so much peace, et cetera, et cetera. Like you could just like share an example from your day. And this is personal. No one can argue with that experience because you're making it about you and your relationship with the Lord and not about like, hey, you should believe this because like, you're not trying to argue it, you know? And Evie, I think you have a really great example um, of an Instagram caption that you wrote kind of like that shares that example.
1: Yeah. So I wrote this caption after I went skydiving and this was just me sharing like my experience. And so it says, yesterday, I jumped out of a plane, came hurtling out of the sky at 120 miles per hour, fell to earth through a rainbow and experienced God and his creation in a whole new way. I went skydiving for anyone who missed the drama. Here's what I learned yesterday. Fear holds you back. It imprisons you. And by choosing fear, you're rejecting the faith that God's got you. I wasn't scared a bit about skydiving. Until I walked to the edge of the plane and looked down 14,000 feet, and all of a sudden, my brain started shouting, dummy, what are you doing? No, 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 no. I wasn't even close to backing out. I was still so fired up, ready to jump, ready for the experience of a lifetime. But all these signals were being fired in my brain saying, danger, danger, danger. But here's the thing. Sometimes you have to risk the danger in order to experience the joy. You have to take the jump, step out, let go, and trust that your parachute will catch you. As I was talking to God about the whole experience this morning, His quiet voice whispered, If I ever ask you to jump, you can trust that I'll be there to catch you. I don't know about y'all, but Jesus is my parachute. That sounds cliche as heck when I type it out, but dang, it's true. I know He's got me. There's no fear in my life when I'm connected to Him. As long as I'm strapped into Him, I know He's got my back. And when he tells me to jump, I'm about to see the most breathtaking view of my entire life. He'll only ever ask me to let go and leap when there's something better on the other side. And then for my call to action, I said, What about you, friend? What's a fear that you faced and found so much freedom in? Would you ever go skydiving? I'm straight up ready to do it again. And that caption, guys, was my personal experience, my personal heart, my conversation with the Lord where he showed me, like, yo. I'm your parachute. And I was like, whoa, mind blown. (laughs) Like It was my personal story that I was sharing from my heart, not saying, here's what you must believe. It was, here's what I learned through this experience. And I think that's a really beautiful way of just being yourself and sharing your heart without forcing other people to believe the exact same thing.
0: Well, and I even love how that your call to action wasn't even specific to Christians at all or believers at all. It was just, hey, what's a fear that you're facing that you're trying to overcome? Like, that's applicable to anybody, but you're still able to share your heart and your, like, experience with the Lord in that caption. And so people, believers or not, are going to read it. Yeah. Mm.
1: I love it. Yeah. That's I really think,
0: good.
1: I think when you... You know, when you scream at people, when you try to force them to believe what you believe, that's what pushes them away. It, it doesn't bring them any closer to the Lord. Like, I want you guys to imagine you're in the street and smoking a cigarette and somebody walks up to you and gets right in your face and says, you know, you're going to die, right? Painfully. Like, that's going to kill you. Like, excuse me? Bye. Like absolutely not. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. Like you're going to be so offended and, and put off by that. That is not the way to approach that situation. Whereas if your best friend gently mentions to you one day, you know, my father died of lung cancer and I just really, like, I don't know if I could handle losing somebody else to that. I would honestly, I know it's selfish, but I would just really love it if you wanted to quit. Is there, you know, any way That we could work together if I could help you if you're interested in quitting. Like, can I help you work with you to help you quit? Because I've had such a painful experience with that in my past. And, you know, if you said no, they would still love the heck out of you regardless of your choice. Like, they still showed up and loved you the same, supported you the same. That, man, that would stick so much differently, wouldn't it? And Mm. that all boils down to love that friend approached you with love, with compassion, with, you know, an experience in their life that they experienced that pain of a lung cancer death that just, man, it rips them apart. And they're like, I cannot stand to see you go through this or your family go through this or me go through this again. And the root of it was love. But the person who walked up on the street had this agenda to get their belief and their point across that this random person needs to stop it. like. There is not love in that situation. And that's, I think, the bottom line is with everything that you do and with everything that you share, make sure your heart is to share love and that you don't have a secret agenda of, I'm going to change this person's perspective or change their views. Like, if they never, if I have a conversation with somebody and I share my personal beliefs and they never change theirs. That's more than okay with me, but I want them to feel loved when they walk away from that conversation. That's my goal.
0: Mm. Well, and in the second example, notice how you were like, is there any way we could work together to help you quit? Because again, out of love, if you're trying to share the gospel or bring somebody to Jesus, the best way to do it is to walk through it with them. Don't just be like, hey, here's a Bible. Hope, hope you understand it. Like, <laughs> good like, luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. No, like, If you care about somebody as a believer and you want to see them have the same freedom and like from brokenness and chains as you, then walk through that with them. Then like lead Mm -hmm. them, like invite them to church, invite them to Bible studies, give them a devotional, like pray for them regularly, pray with them. Mm-hmm. That's that's the analogy of like, hey, could we work on this together to help you quit smoking? Like that's the same thing as walking alongside them versus just being like, hey, you should really think about like loving Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. no, like you, you need to be there for them. And so I, Evie, I love that example. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to showcase the tone of how yeah. you go about sharing things. Um, the next way to practically uh, like share your faith in a non-pushy way would be to share truth without even mentioning God because you know where that truth is coming from. So what I mean by that is like pick a situation or a parable or just a truth that God's working on in your heart or that you've really just resonated with lately or that you're learning and share about it share about it in conversation with people share about it in a blog post share about it on instagram like it doesn't matter where but just like talk about that principle and mm-hmm. we do this i think all the time in the in, in our business like literally real talk if we want to get like real talk <laughs> slap on the face truth in order to run if you followed every single like principle in the bible like biblically for like business you would have a thriving business thriving Like, and it comes down to basic things like, hey, don't lie, don't cheat, don't go into debt. Like all of that is in the Bible. And if you did all those things, like you would have a thriving business. And so it it can even be simple things like sharing, like for us, we share business principles, but they're biblically based. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's like, that's a I mean, that kind of goes in line with number one of sharing a personal example, but just sharing truths and like learning things that you're learning in a way that, you don't even have to mention the word God or faith at all, but you're still sharing truth in that yeah. in that sense.
1: Yeah. Like, I think a good example of this is, you know, Lindsay, I know you've written a caption recently. I think it like today you wrote a caption on being kind and approaching others with oh, yeah. compassion, with empathy, with kindness, and, you know, not assuming that you know their hearts and, you know, not, judging them, jumping to conclusion, approaching them with love and kindness and, you know, that sort of thing. I don't think you even mentioned God once in that caption. And yet that's biblical truth that, you know, loving your neighbor as you love yourself. That's a biblical truth. And, you know, in a simple, like similar situation, you and I talk a lot, Lindsay, about, you know, the fear of failure and getting out of your own way and, you know, not holding yourself back and not saying no for other people and like, you know, different things like that. Those are all biblical principles. Even if we never say the word God or anything in those, those truths are coming from our relationship with the Lord and what he's taught us through scripture, through our relationship with him. And so, it's full of truth, even though we may never mention God in that caption or blog post or, you know, seminar or whatever. So I think that's just, you know, an encouragement to you guys that you can share the truth of the Holy Spirit and the truth that comes from our Savior without even necessarily like preaching, quote unquote, or like saying like, God. And not to say that that's a shameful thing and you should never say the name of God, but if you want to kind of ease yourself into it or, you know, you don't have to say God 24-7 in what you do in order to be spreading truth.
0: Mm, yes, that's good. Okay, the third thing. It's very practical. Uh, pray. <laughs> pray for people. It's very, very simple, very easy. Even if they don't believe in God or don't label themselves as Christians, I don't—I would—I i would argue like if you went up to somebody and is like hey could i pray for you even if they're not a believer i i highly doubt they would be angry at you for caring about them enough to pray for them right mm-hmm. like who is going to be like oh how dare you <laughs> <laughs> right and so whether right. it's like a family member your husband your wife your spouse or a friend a coworker even like heck a social media follower if they come to you with a problem and you feel called to pray for them do it like there's been multiple times that I've had a follower, like obviously I do this in, in life, but a follower that DMs me like in response to maybe a caption that I wrote or just comes to me with a problem that they want my opinion on. If I feel called, I've literally sit there and I voice message in the back and I'm like, hey, this might be weird um, to do this over like the internet. But if you, if we were sitting down for coffee and you told me exactly what you just typed, I would literally sit here and, and want to pray for you. So I'm going to do that. And I've literally done that so many times because... That's again. It's a way to share your your heart. It's a way to share God, and it's a way. Like prayer is powerful. Prayer is going mm-hmm. to move mountains, and so I think that's a really great way to do it. Um, and maybe get used to praying out loud. I know for a lot of people, I used to be that way. I used to be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna pray in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying my mind." Um, but I would just encourage you, even in
1: like your quiet time with Jesus, like alone, just like pray out loud. There's mm-hmm. that's power in that. Mm. That was so good. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, honestly, we didn't have this necessarily as like, here's a a tangent of this point that we should put in the podcast. But I think this is really important. I think Lindsay and I have shared this a little bit before and we try to keep it like relatively quiet because we're not trying to like toot our own horns here. But Lindsay and I pray before just about everything that we do in our Mm. businesses, before we launch a project, before, you know, a meeting, before a podcast episode, before this podcast episode, before our events, before we meet our girls or our students, before literally before just about every single thing we do in business together, we sit down, we pause and we pray and we pray for the Lord to move in us, to work through us, and to impact the people who are receiving, who are listening, and we just ask for His truth to come through. We surrender, you know, our selfish ambitions or our projects or, you know, any control that we we may want to maintain on this back to Him because we want Him to move and we want His glory to come through. And I think not only can you pray for, you know, people individually in your life or whatnot, but, but pray before you write that caption. Pray before you write that blog post. Pray before you meet with your clients. I have prayed before every single shoot and wedding that I've ever shot in my career. I always pray on the drive there, on the trip there, whatever. I pray for my clients. I pray for our experience together. And I think that is more powerful than I can even begin to put in words. Prayer Mm. moves mountains, guys. And so uh, just pray it out, man. Like. That's so
0: good, Evie. I just like I'm, every time you talk, I'm like, ooh, yes.
1: You <laughs> um, know.
0: Well, guys, that's uh that's all our notes. That's all we have written down on this paper. Um <laughs> we hope no, I mean in real, in real talk, we hope that this episode was insightful. If you are not a believer, I hope that this just shared a little glimpse into our hearts. And, and lets you know that we don't judge you. We don't look down on you. We don't think less of you if you believe differently. But I hope and pray that this just gave you kind of a little insight into who we are as business owners, as Christians, as believers. And for anybody that is a believer, I hope that this encouraged you and just gave you like a power punch of encouragement to get over the fear of man and to really Be bold in your faith. And when I say being bold, it doesn't mean, like we said, that you have to be shoving it down people's throats. There is absolutely a way to do that. And I hope that you've taken away those practical steps that, I mean, and these are only like three little baby steps. There's like a million out there. (laughs) Um, But I I hope that was so helpful to you and that you guys understand our hearts. And I don't know, I just... Let us know if you liked this episode. I mean, it's even like we share our faith a lot, but even this is like a little scary to put out because it's like you don't know how it's going to be received. And this is probably, this is what, 43 minutes at this point of Mm -hmm. of talking. And we don't know if uh, like this is the most we've ever talked about our faith, like in a consecutive section. Public conversation. Uh, Right. Public conversation. And so... If you liked this, please let us know. Please screenshot this episode. Share it on your Instagram stories. Tag us. Like, we literally love seeing it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. You can find us, this podcast, at The Heart University. Evie is at Evie Rupp. And I am at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. Tag us. We would love to know your thoughts on this episode. If you got a lot out of it. Um, and then join our Facebook group as well. We have a Heart and Hustle Facebook group community that is popping and just really great community in there. That's where we go- pull you guys to ask you for future uh, episode topics. Sorry if anyone heard that car that just ran past because like <laughs> walls in Hawaii are very thin and they don't have insulation. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways uh, it's where we pull you guys to get future podcast episodes. So if you are digging this show and digging just our podcast in general and you want to throw your opinion in the hat of future podcast episodes. That's where we honestly got this episode idea was from a suggestion in that group. So
1: in the show notes, there's a link to join the Facebook group. We would love to have you guys. Yeah, and if you guys have follow-up thoughts or questions or want to just talk to us about this show, like Lindsay said, we would love to have you screenshot, share, tag us. But also if you want to slide into our DMs and talk to us more privately and let us know what your thoughts were, eh, we would love that. So we're always Mm -hmm. open to conversations. Come slide into those DMs or post about it in the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. We would love to talk with you guys. But we hope this was encouraging and insightful and helpful. And just we can't wait to see what you guys think about this and how you begin to you know, implement this in your lives. So go crush it this week. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we will catch you on the flip side.